Buddhists of Haiti, the Tibetan numerologists of Appalachia, the unsolved mysteries of unsolved mysteries. This, this right here is the Reddit Explains Conspiracy, Controversy, and the Unknown podcast. We're your hosts, Sam Wilder and Addie Love. We're going to dive into the deepest recesses of Reddit with content every day. Yep, it's going to get a little weird. And a little spooky. And we're excited to get going. Let's do it. We are on Unresolved Mysteries. Oh, not Unresolved, Unsolved. There are two <laughs> different ones and they catch me every time. Yes, they do. So r slash Unsolved Mysteries by you slash Miracle D2 underscore 777. And it's... The thing that weirds me out, the Dardine family murders, no mercy, no motive, and no answers. Mmm. Nice. I know. The title, perfect. Nice job. I'm hooked. Me too. So we're going to dive into the Dardine family today. Super sad, super not resolved. Mm. So here we go. On the evening of November 18th, 1987, police found the body of Ruby Elaine Dardine, she was beaten ferociously. As a result, she had gone into labor and the killer or killers had also beaten her newborn to death. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Everyone suspected that the husband, Russell Keith Dardine, did it. But on November 19th, so the following day, mm-hmm. Keith's body was found and he had been shot. Oof. And his body mutilated. Dang. Further examination revealed that he had been killed within an hour of his family. Mm. The Dardine family murders were considered too brutal to be reported on daytime TV. Mm-hmm. So this case hasn't really seen, seen the, the light, light of day mm-hmm. because it's so sad. Yeah. So we're going to try and cover it as, <laughs> as wholesomely as, as possible. Wholesomely as possible, yes. So the Dardine family consisted of Russell Keith Dardine, 29, his wife Rudy Elaine Dardine, 30, their two-year-old son Peter, and they were ready to welcome another child and decided to name it either Ian or Casey, depending on whether it was a boy or a girl. Mm. Keith bought a trailer in 1986 after completing the training required for his job as a treatment plant operator. Keith and Elaine rented the land it sat on from a nearby farming couple. Nestled among the woodland beside Route 37, Route 37, whatever you want to call it, just outside of Ina, Illinois, with their two-year-old. Keith worked at a treatment plant and Elaine worked at an office supply store in Mount Vernon. In their free time, the couple played in the musical ensemble at a local Baptist church. Elaine and Keith considered moving to a better place as they were welcoming their new child. They had put their mobile home up for sale, but it was not the only reason they wanted to move. The Dardine family did not like staying in the area because it had become increasingly violent and the couple wanted to move somewhere safer for their children. There had been 15 homicides in Jefferson County in the previous two years. Wow. A lot more violent. As a result, Keith became very protective of his family. And that one night when a young woman came by his trailer to make a phone call, he refused to let her in. So what happened? On November 18th, 1987, Keith, who had been a reliable worker at the treatment plant, did not show up to work. Nor had he informed anyone and calls to his house went unanswered all day. Keith's supervisor called his parents, but neither of them knew what happened to their son. Keith's parents became concerned and called the sheriff's office and agreed to drive down to Ina with the house key and meet the deputies. No one had a hint of what was inside. 
but once inside, they met a horrid scene that would mentally scar them for the rest of their lives. They found bodies of Elaine, her two-year-old son, Peter, and the newborn baby all lying in a single bed. Elaine and Peter had been bound and gagged with duct tape. Both of them had been beaten so severely that Elaine, who was pregnant at the time, went into labor and delivered a girl, but the killer or killers took no mercy on the newborn either. And we know what happened. Mm -hmm. They were beaten with a baseball bat. It was a birthday gift from Keith to Peter earlier that year. Elaine suffered a blow to the top right of her head that fractured her skull, and two-year-old Peter suffered numerous abrasions and contusions. His skull was also fractured. Three members of the family were slain to death, but Keith was missing along with their car, and there was no hint as to where he could have been. Investigators assumed that Keith had killed his family and ran away. A team was assigned to search for Keith, but their search was cut short the following day after a group of hunters discovered his body in a wheat field not far from the trailer. Mm. Keith had been shot three times, on his skull, right side, and in his face, and on his left cheek. Keith's car was found parked outside a police station in Benton, around 11 miles away from his family's house. Mm. The inside of the trailer was splattered with blood, indicating that Keith had been murdered there. Autopsies of the bodies were not enough to conclude who was killed first, and it was determined that all were killed within an hour or two of each other. Mm. As the news of Dardine, of the Dardine family homicide circulated around the area, locals were left even more fearful than they already were. There was a rise in gun sales as well as sales and security systems. Mm-hmm. Before the incident, the locals left their doors unlocked, but now they double-checked to make sure that they were. A total of 30 detectives worked full-time on the case, interviewing 100 people, but nothing proved to be helpful. Investigators were bound to find the motive behind the murders. So here are some possible motives. Mm-hmm. Determining the motive behind the murder was difficult in this case. The back door was unlocked. There was no evidence of forced entry, and a VCR and portable camera were in plain sight in the living room. So it doesn't seem like a robbery gone wrong. Mm. Cash and jewelry were equally accessible in another room. Investigators could not find any extramarital affairs involving either Keith or Elaine, which could have resulted in a jealous rage, nor could they find any grudge or debt troubles. A stack of papers with sports scores found in the house led them to wonder whether Keith had been in gambling debts. However, Joanne Dardine, Keith's mother, told the police that her son was so frugal that he raised his young son's college fund by reselling 50-cent cans of soda at work for a small profit. Dang. Yeah. Inside Keith's trailer, police found a small amount of marijuana, but never found conclusive evidence that they were a drug dealer. Keith's mother suggested that the marijuana had belonged to the killer or killers. Hmm. His mother said later that I think someone wanted Keith to sell drugs and he refused. Several years later in 1997, she said, or there's a possibility that someone liked Elaine and she would not accept his advances and he took out his rage on both of them. We just don't know. Hmm. The murder of the Jardine family was so brutal that some believe that it had been a work of a cult trying to appease the devil, mm. but no symbols related to a ritual were found in the trailer. However, investigators did not believe that they were randomly chosen. I believe it was very personal. It was a deliberate thing. As time passed, the case grew colder and colder, but Keith's mother made sure that the authorities did not forget the murder. She continued pressing the authorities to try to solve the murders of her son and his family, She gathered more than 3,000 signatures in an attempt to get the Oprah Winfrey show to telecast a segment on the murders. But the producers turned her down, saying the crime was too 
brutal for daytime television. Mm. America's Most Wanted had a similar reaction at the beginning, but they changed their mind in 1998 and they telecasted a segment. The show, however, was unable to generate any leads. Mm. Ta-da. Dang. Not really a lot on motive, honestly. Like, no. there are some theories, but they don't seem very sound. They just seem like the general theories. They're mm-hmm. like, well, someone was murdered. These are what it could have been, but there's nothing really substantial for any of them. Yeah, no, like, enemies. Or- so, if it was really personal, it must be, like, a totally different motive than was on their radar. And I would assume it would be personal as well. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't... Just go about killing people unless you're absolutely crazy, which could be exactly like could be the case. Well, thanks for sharing. Dang, that's dark. I know, a little dark <laughs> and scary. Yeah. But now you know. So I think the one thing I love about the show is yes, we do unsolved mysteries, and it's kind of fun to try and speculate, but it's also bringing cold cases to light. Yep. People are not forgotten. So, that's right. All right, guys, thanks for listening today. We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye.